911, what's your emergency? In Dallas, Texas, three shots were fired at President Kennedy's motorcade in downtown Dallas. She was kidnapped when she was five years old. We legally murder human beings. On death certificates of prisoners executed by the state, the cause of death is listed as homicide. Right. Welcome to Tales from Hot Mess Moms. How you doing? This, how you doing on this beautiful warm day? Doing great. Oh, doing great. I'm here. I love yeah. it. I'm so happy to be here as always. Yep. Well, that's good. What Lindsay said. Carol. Yep. I oh my that. god. Both Ditto. these moms are hot mess expresses today. Mm-hmm. Thus, the name of our show. My brain. How are you no not a hot mess functions. this morning? Is it because you made it here before I did? Because she didn't Does that have, make you less. She had nobody at home this morning. She had I'm sure a, that's that I'm that has it. absolutely everything to yeah. do with it. I had absolutely zero interference. I woke up <laughs> I semi on my own terms. Um, as we all know, my bed is in the living room, and we've been have the wind. It's that time of year where you can have your windows open at night, and so I hear everything that drives by my house. That's why you have a fan or white noise. Just kidding. That's- well, just in the morning, like once I get to that, it hits that certain time. Like if it's not dead quiet. It will probably stir me awake, and mm-hmm. but I did it on my own terms. I got up and had some coffee, and I Don't finished watching. She tried the to sh- make some coffee, it didn't work out, so she well, went and got some coffee. Chance made me coffee, <laughs> and I drank some of it, but I, I used milk instead of creamer, and it, I mean it wasn't terrible, <laughs> terrible, but I wanted it's some. It's not the same. I wanted some. Yummy goodness. For all you guys out there, uh, me and Amanda are coffee whores. <clears throat> I like whores. coffee. I like coffee. Yeah. This bitch likes crack in I a do. cup. I do. She will order like a grande, and be, which comes with two shots bitches, standard, and she'll be like, and I need three more. These bitches love dessert coffee is what we call it. Start. Oh, not really. No. No, not I usually go, I like a cold brew yeah. or... Yeah, um, it's just on like I mean, like what's all in that right now? Like how much cream, whipped cream, other shit that's in there. It's just the milk and the frap roast. Oh, and that's some all caramel yeah. and whipped mm. cream. That still sounds like so much sweetness in coffee. It's mm. only two hundred and forty calories. Oh no, I, not even it could the, be worse. Not even like that part of it. I mean, actual taste. I'm like, oh, I couldn't do like oh, I can't yeah. have that much in my I like, like with fucking, my coffee flavor. I like drinking motor oil. <laughs> Oh, yeah. she really and I does. could, I literally could drink it and like I could shotgun it and I could go right to bed. But then there's people oh, like yeah, me. coffee doesn't give me any. Boost. But then there's it's... people like my mom no. who oh my will God. who will take the standard coffee that I make and fill her cup halfway and then go put hot oh, water. We in know it. about all the water coffee your mom makes. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, I remember. I remember one time me and Amanda were partying and like we had fallen asleep and then the next morning her mom was there. Oh, we know we had gone to a party that night, and then we ended up back at your house. And her mom happened to be there. She was a babysitter. She wo- yeah, she woke up and she made coffee, 
And I went and tried it, and I poured it down the sink, and I made new coffee. <laughs> it was like, uh, it like, was like such a letdown because it was like, oh, coffee that you could smells smell it, amazing. Right? I was like, this is not. She like coffee. pulled the pot up and was like, I can see. What's wrong it? with your coffee? She probably put one fucking yeah. spoon of coffee and then filled the whole water thing up. She I probably guarantee. puts like a tablespoon of coffee. That's in. what I mean. She takes a spoon. And plunks fills it in there the pot and then for fills up cups. the pot of water. Guaranteed. That's yeah, usually what most It's do. terrible. Okay. Yes. Uh, anyway. What's today bring? Today I want to talk to you about what some consider to be Utah's most infamous unsolved case. Okay, cool. Huh. Is, is the case... That's where we're from, by the way. I, yes. <laughs> we are from Utah. We're from the deep south. Southern Utah, yes. Yeah, Southern deep Utah. south of Utah. The deep south of Utah. <laughs> Some of us have lived in all the parts, though. Like, mm-hmm. we've all lived up north. Yep. So, like, we, we are there. It's very true. Um, This is the case of Rosie Tapia. Tapia. That name sounds Tapia. so familiar right and now. And it probably... So, you. I'm sure once we get refreshed on it, we're going to be like, oh, shit. Right? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes Utah's pretty fucking boring, so I'm like, I don't really know much that goes on Do you know here. what? I feel like Utah has a lot of dirty secrets. Oh, God. A right? lot of dirty Unfortunately, secrets. Unfortunately, we have a lot more sexual pedophilic... Pedophilic? Pedoph- is, is there a word for that? Yeah, pedophilia. Pedo- Just pedophilia, not pedophilic? Like you're not a pedophilic? <laughs> I don't know. Anyways. Don't know. Anyways. Okay, so this case... Turn up the mic. Yes, I need a little. Oh, much better. Okay, so this case (laughs) took place in Salt Lake City. Rosie was six years old when she was taken from her bedroom Mm -hmm. on August 13th of 1995. This is unsolved? Unsolved. Huh. Um, She. Okay, so she lived. I think I know what you're talking about. We'll get to that. So um, she lived in a huge 400-unit apartment complex. Oh, um, damn. There was also, like, a river canal that backed one side of the apartment complex. So her parents had gone out the night before. Her older – she had two older sisters who were, like, way older. She was six. One sister was, like, 18. Mm. Oh, wow. That's um, a and age gap. two younger siblings that were twins. Mm-hmm. That's literally my kid's age gap. <laughs> yeah. So um, parents had gone out the night before. Older sister had come over to babysit. And, I mean, that night was pretty normal. She did what she needed to do, and she went outside to play on the playground. Anybody who's lived in an apartment complex knows that there's, like, a neighborhood playground. Um, Rosie happened to live right next door to the playground. And while Real quick, she, did you say what year this was? 1995. Okay. Okay. 90s. Um, so, while being outside on the <laughs> playground, someone had brought literally – Carry, and I will share a picture of the original sketch. Carried Rosie home, and said, "I'm, you know, I brought her home. Um, she had been on the slide and was kicked by another boy, and fell off the slide. So he brought her home. So a, a guy brought Rosie. Yes. Um, he was described as That's a slender weird. man, a slender man, you know, like. Not it, the slender man, by the way. Yeah. Not Just not. a slender build, you know, <laughs> dark know, hair. Obviously. <laughs> right? So, um, and this seemed kind of just like whatever, except for when he left, he said, okay, bye, Rosie. See you later. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the sister was like, well, that's odd, and shut the door, and then went to go check on Rosie. And he also didn't say, oh, my kid kicked her. He just said, another kid, what the fuck are you doing? And how does party? he know her name? Yep. And how does oh, he know yep. where she lives? Oh, All the questions, and those are not just questions you have. They're questions everybody has had. Oh, well, right? well of course, and later For on. For decades. Yeah. Damn. The sisters are like, oh, thanks. Cool. I'm glad, um, I'm glad that she didn't get hurt any worse. Thanks for bringing her home. That's how it's going to go. Mm-hmm. So she's checking on Rosie. Sister is checking on Rosie. And she was like, are you okay? And she was like, yeah, I'm fine. And he was like, she's like, well, the man said that you got fell off the slide. And she was like, no, I didn't. And I, I don't know why he said that. Hmm. And then she was oh. like, well, how did she, how did he know her name, your name? I don't know. Interesting. Oh, so even so she odd. was like, this, this fucking guy. Odd, odd, right? That's super strange. So, I mean. But she's six and that's how they are. They're like, I don't know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. Like, cool. it's probably a neighbor maybe. I like, didn't, when I didn't you, go off the slide. Nope. <laughs> like, they're just so truthful. Like, they're going to tell you. You know what I mean? Or, yeah, or sometimes they just be like, no, or they don't want to get in trouble. Well, they also don't know that this is a scary, like, they're like, ah, cool. I'll yeah, she's six, home. and it was 1995. <laughs> yeah, my kid would have been, yeah, yeah. I mean, think about it. I was walking home at that age. Oh, well, that's mm-hmm. why I asked the year, because, you know, until way, until the 2000s, you know, yeah. later 2000s, did we get a grip on any reality of this kind of situation? Exactly. And stuff. Anyways. So, um, parents come home around... 2, 2.30 in the morning. Okay. And that was the last time anybody had laid ro- eyes on Rosie. Because they checked on her. mom went in the bed. She shared her room with her siblings, who are twins. And I can't remember if they were two or four. I feel like they were two. So she has younger siblings. So she There's has two oldest, really oh, older two siblings older really old, and two really young. younger siblings. Um, and, you know, her mom checked on them. Everybody was fine. They went to bed. Around 5 a.m. that morning, her mom, she just, she woke up and she just like felt that something wasn't right. Yeah. Something was off. Something was wrong. So she went to go check on the kids. Like she got up, walked around, went to go check on the kids and was like, well, that's odd. There's doors closed. So clearly not how she left it when she checked on them at 2.30. Hmm. And she opened the door to find Rosie's bedroom window open. Rosie gone, and the other two kids sleeping. Then they were okay. Fact about this though is Rosie and her siblings had only been in that room for a month. They had previously been in a different bedroom. Hmm. Right. Weird. Yeah, that's super strange. So because no, this, this person knows so what the mom fuck goes. He's doing. Oh that's yeah, why. yeah. So mom starts calling her name. And no answer. She's you know making sure she's not in the bathroom. Crawled into somebody else's bed on the couch anywhere. She starts waking everybody up in the house. I can't find Rosie. I can't find Rosie. Um, Have the, you had this happen before in your own house? Like your own house? Have you woken up and not been able to find a kid, but it was in your own home? I came home from the gym late one night and couldn't find a kid. I was like, where the fuck is she? And then I found her like sleeping in some cramped little spot. But like I got that moment of panic. Yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night to three-year-old Atticus not being in his room. Oh, that's terrifying. Oh, my God. Terrifying. Searching the house, every light on. Like, but I, didn't know I what also the fuck have to do. Dylan who's done that to me yeah. multiple times. Well, yeah, so. she's done other places. Anyways, I found him in our closet. Like he woke up in the middle of the night and walked into our closet and laid on the ground on nothing really, my clothes and That's shit, terrible. and fell asleep. And we were—I was screaming his name through the house, Attica! 
fast and he's just <laughs> sleeping. That's oh. fine. Anyways, okay, so, so this that, family. I can't, I can't imagine because I, I know what that felt for literally probably only two minutes. Right? So, so this family, um, they sprung into action. Sure. Like, no, like, they, the older sisters and dad left the apartment. They started going off in search. There was multiple family members who lived nearby. Um, the family had flyers made, like hundreds of flyers made, and an entire search party searching the neighborhood and everywhere nearby before police even arrived on scene. I was going to say, did they call them even yet? Yeah. Okay. Like, so they like they left. Mom stayed at the house with the babies and called 911. Yeah. And before police even responded, because this is 5 a.m. So this is early. This is as the city's waking up, right. start knocking on doors. Um, <clears throat> when police searched Rosie's room, they immediately suspected foul play. Um, they were on the bottom floor. There, win- there was two windows right next to each other, Rosie's room and another bedroom. The other bedroom window did not have a screen. Okay. Somebody very clearly took the time to pry Rosie's sc- screen out of her window. And um, the other window didn't have one either? Is that what the you other said? window didn't have a screen at all. So did they, so if somebody was so going to break into the right, house, they would have yeah. taken that window. That would have been an easier think that window. They to, took that screen off prior to everything happening. But I don't would, know because they were because were they originally in that room? No. Okay. So they that is not in the, the okay. original room. Okay. Just want to make sure if it wasn't like a they tried to do that and then they realized oh shit they're not even in that room anymore and then now you got to go back and exactly. Take the screen off. But here's well, the thing. This I'm sorry. I just have a question. It's, it's more planned out. Though, okay. Well, you guys no. Are saying, like though, I just have a sure. question because like. This is so stupid. Like, how did he, how did no one see this person? Like, in an apartment complex of 400 units. It happens. So, you it's have in, no idea. It's just insane. Like, it's nobody, insane how people don't say anything and it and happens. And they don't pay attention. People happens. aren't like crime junkie nerds like us, where we like are very observant I mean, of our surroundings right. and very all aware. All the people that have broken in and raped and murdered like girls in their bed, you know, in their room, like in their bed, whatever, in their house. Like, that's, I hear right. that a lot. They live in. In apartments, they live in college dorms. They live like it's insane to me too. When they and they'll be they'll be stalking them. They'll be but peeping, sometimes there them are always for some, months. There's all, but I'll be real. This is going to be different. There's probably way too many people. But looking back at my own experience on that, I remember living in a huge, you know, five hundred unit apartment complex. Ones. Like always. it had like four or five public, you know, you community two pools, two side. gated entrances yeah. in California. I remember living in one of those. And I also remember that there was a time that, like, everybody in the apartment complex got a letter. There's been a report of a peeping Tom. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, there's always someone who's aware. But, I yes. mean, when you think about the manpower that has to be put into canvassing oh, absolutely. a 400-unit well, apartment complex very well just to out. ask, That's why that but even then, anything. just to ask, hey, did you see anything? I mean, is everybody going to be home when you are knocking on those doors? No. Are people going to call you well, back? Like if you sleeping. leave a car, most people are sleeping from two thirty in the morning till five a.m. Exactly. Too. But so like you're not when, outside. but when they go to canvas, they're going to go back during the day. Some of these people are going to be at work or oh, school yeah. or yeah. grocery yeah. But shopping. But at the time like, that this happened, right. Lindsay, yes. I think that was kind of what you were more about. Like, how did nobody see? But it's dark. It's five a.m. Yeah, middle of the night. Basically, they can. They he, can. He's planned this out, and he knows exactly at the time, and it's done, and it's over. Yeah. And now the search party starts. They know that so, she has gone missing between the hours of 2 30 and 5 a.m yeah. 
That's crazy. So I just have like a little so quick good. story to tell you guys. When I was living in Vegas, um, I lived in an apartment complex like that. And I think it was more units. But there was like multiple ways into this place. Mm-hmm. And I remember like waking up one day and then like police just... I, I've never seen so many police in one spot in my entire life. Mm-hmm. But they had found two bodies in one of the dumpsters. <laughs> and I'm like, how? I laugh. Like just, how it's did so nobody... fucking disturbing. Yeah. It's... How? We had a whole gang There's shoot. so many a people whole that live there. two rival gang shooting through our complex, shooting at each other in Salt Lake City. Yeah, that's... And, and the cops showed up. Everybody had left. They were and like... nobody knew nothing. Nobody, nobody saw anything. I, you know, one person saw some guy running through. They're all, you know, the different ethnicities. It was really hard to tell who was what anyways. Right. And then the, the cops didn't even say a word to anybody. They're literally searching on the ground for bullets and stuff. And they're not even telling people like, hey... You should probably stay inside your house. Don't be no. walking your dog right now because people started coming out, coming outside, mm-hmm. wanting to know what was going on. Bullets through somebody's apartment. Anywho, even just that, I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like how, nowadays, how? that happens but, less and less. But though, that's if you very think neglected. That's neglected. They don't gangs, whatever. Nobody cares. Nobody else got hurt. Blah 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 blah. It happens so, less and less nowadays, though, with the technology of like security cameras. Oh yeah, right. no. And I lived in a shit place. We had no security. We had no security cameras. We went through management. Like that apartment complex went through management every three months. Like it, it was just yeah. a shithole. Anyways. Okay. So they but yeah, two bodies is crazy though. <laughs> right. That's not the only story I have. Anyways. <laughs> so they are searching her room. Immediately sus- suspect foul play. They can also see that the window curtain bar is damaged above the window. They also found, um, okay, so in front of this window was a dresser. On top of the dresser was a towel. They found a dirty footprint on the towel. Mm-hmm. They also found a dirty footprint on the curtain that had been pulled down. Like it, like it was used. It. It's almost like you he reach used up it and to pry it himself in, in. Mm-hmm. and yeah. then stepped on the curtain on his way out. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, on the way out. Okay, probably or even yeah. That's whenever. what. That's kind of how I well, saw I it in my mind. The towel, he's to get in, down the curtain, steps on the curtain, goes down and grabs her. The curtain was on the floor. Oh, it was on the floor. Okay, so, okay. um, and that that's sense. kind of why in my my so mind I pictured it was off. like so was bent and pulled off. in that room. No, no her twins with her two two year old the siblings the two twins. That's so strange to me that, like, not a sound was... And they... And I'll be real. They... Those twins were actually taken in and done, like, psychological interviews because of that... Just to kind of see. To see if there was any kind of anything. And they found nothing. Have you... Madeline McCain. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. There's kids in that room and nothing. Um, Nothing. And they were older. Yeah. That one was... There was only one other kid in the room, but... Anyways. Okay, so, so fucking crazy. Um, the Salt Lake City Police Department, they really hit this case hard. Um, all points bulletins. They had high alerts. They, I mean, it, early morning hours, people And nobody were, had found anything yet. People the were, were waking going. up yeah. on the news was about this girl. Like, they hit it hard. Um, Which is good because sometimes that doesn't happen. No. So. I mean, and people even wait long to call the cop. I mean, that all of that could yeah. have taken a lot longer. They did And it when they were well. asked. They were super proactive So And like, and that morning they had like asked the sister about anything suspicious or noise. And she told them about the man. Okay. Who yeah. brought Rosie home. So within hours, you know, seven, eight o'clock in the morning, they had a sketch of this man. Mm-hmm. We are looking for this man. Mm-hmm. So like they, I mean, I'm telling you, oh, they, sure. from, sure by all accounts, everything that I could find, and, yeah. they hit this case hard. So, um, it, it, they were, 
confused because clearly somebody knew what they were doing when they went into this room. They had to have known her. How do you get a six-year-old little girl out of her bedroom in the middle of the night without raising any kind of noise Mm -hmm. or suspicion, not waking up the siblings? You know, like she had to know this person, right? Like police are... Mm. I mean, that's what they feel. That's, that's what they, how feel. they feel. Because I, I mean, mean I, like, I think I would go straight to that to begin with. But if a child if you know woke up the in the middle of the night happened. in a stranger's arms, yeah. as but you're trying happened. to carry them out of an open it's window, so many I, times. But well, so many times. Okay, so and they're half asleep and they have no idea what's going on and they kind of wake up and they're like meh and they they're already out and you know it's happened. It's happened so well, much. Anyways, okay, but, so what was the time frame from the time anyways, that he brought her back home? It was like earlier that evening oh, around I'm sure six. it was way, Because yeah. he was like, I'll see you later. Yeah. Again, you why they're I mean, full right? blown. Again, which okay. leads to why they hit this guy hard. Okay. So um, the police are still in her home collecting evidence, collect searching for fingerprints. They're like in her bedroom. It was around 10 a.m. When a report comes in and the report is a man thinks he sees a woman's body floating down the canal. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. I do remember this story, and it's not... The, the canal, I mean, it backs her home, mm-hmm. and this body was less than a mile from the apartment complex. Oh, my God. Um, when they found her, she was still in her pajamas. <laughs> it turns out there were... It, it was Rosie. Mm-hmm. Her uncle had to identify her. Um, there were injuries of blunt force trauma, sexual assault, and she drowned. Um, search teams searched up and down the canal for where they, you know, maybe was there was a scene, you know, she's sexually right assaulted on the, the bank, yeah. drowned right. it in the water, and mm-hmm. then her body is floating down. So they searched up and down the canal looking for any sort Just of any, like, anything. this could have been where it's at or anything. They found nothing. I mean... And obviously, she had been in the water for a while, so, and this is 1995, so any evidence that they are finding is, you know, more than likely compromised. It's not gonna, it's not gonna do anything. Yeah, the only evidence would have worked, it would have been if they found a spot that something happened and they're able, mm -hmm. or if they found blood, or something where they're able on the ground to, or in her room. Like, that's the only two spots that you would be able to find something at that moment, and they don't even have a spot, you know, they only have her bedroom. And so, I mean, and with police hitting this case so hard so early, because, I mean, it is, it's a six-year-old girl snatched from her room. Right. And within five hours of her, you know, five hours of her being reported missing, they find her body. Mm. Um, A tip did come in. um, A neighborhood gentleman who was out walking his dog did see a man appear to be walking out of the canal. He was wet from his knees down, and he did get into a what they called a suspicious truck that so had been in the neighborhood. So this walking his dog at like 4 a.m., though? Because if they found her at 5, missing... See, that was one thing, are... is I couldn't find what time gotcha. he saw this man he might at. Be, he might be. He just know. said he had Jimmy been out early, walking. Exactly. There are people just, who get out and walk, little, yeah. you know, he was out walking his dog. I mean, I get it. My dog's a dick. Yeah. yeah. He get, wakes us a, up a middle, three, five, four times in the middle of the night to yeah. let him out. I like, mean, you definitely want to take that as a tip, but you definitely oh, right, want to look right. at it both ways because they could yeah. just be not, not remembering. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. So, okay. So, so I mean, because she was found so close to home. Yes. And it seems like they knew exactly what they were looking for, where they needed to go, all of that. 
they they really well not family oh. they really felt that it had to be someone in the complex well that's what i mean like well Who, she has all the family she has all the neighbors i guess i'm getting you know it like, had to be yes. someone in her apartment complex i yes. mean it was a 400 unit complex she it seems as if she was familiar with the person but she was also killed so close to home like a lot of people who do things like that do it close to home it's what they're familiar with this is a predator living in her complex that has stalked her over however long he knows the layout he's able to walk her home that night and say hey you know he finally officially walked her to knows exactly where her unit is it probably only takes two seconds to see in that other window without a screen that there's nobody in there but it is kind of crazy that it's so well played out because you think all right so you've done this before Mm. Kind of. So then police asked the family, you know, can you think of anyone who would want to do something like this? Anybody who would want to hurt you? And the only thing they could think of was of a man that was a friend of the father's. Um, Rosie and his son played together a lot. And the only reason they were like, you know, this is maybe this guy was because that morning – Again, the family went full force into the search. He was a part of, you know, this is a friend. They said, Rosie's missing. Come help us find us. So he was a part of a group that was searching the canal. And they got to this point on the canal, and he was like, nope. We're done. We need to turn back. We need to go back. You know, he started becoming, he became very agitated. He became very nervous. This was, I mean, I watched uh, on the case uh, an episode of On the Case with Paula Zahn, and the officer described it as he stopped just short of where her body was found. I was going to say, was her body found anywhere near that area yes, later on? Yes, well, Hold on. If this was a friend of the father's, then the girls would have known who this guy was. Everybody would have known. Hence he why they would have been, why is. she would have been Instead quiet and not kicked. Some random kick. person. And you never know he what's been happening. He lived in the complex. You have no idea what's he been lived happening nearby. previous when she's hanging out with his son. Well, not just that. Stuff's he, been going on. He was also. wanting her. Well, not just that, but get this. He was, like, remember I told you before, Rosie had only been in that room for a month. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And he, he was one more. of the few people who would have known yeah. that she had been moved into that room. More than a stranger mm-hmm. stalking, unless, again, they're stalking really well. But anyways. And he was he was questioned. And yeah. he, multiple times over decades, uh, for a decade, he was questioned multiple times. His alibi held strong every time. His wife said no. I wonder no, what he, he looks like. I wonder home. what his was, physical build is. Because when you guys say the Slender Man. the sketch. Okay, so I was going to say, when you say. similar to the when sketch. The guy so they would have known his name. Why would well, they no. need to do a sketch? But listen, the guy that showed up was a Slender Man. You're going to have to have somebody very limber and light to be crawling in there, getting on a dresser. You can't have a 200-pound man crawling through that window. There's no fucking Again, way. There's no fucking, even if it's on the ground floor, no fucking way. It's got to so, be like this. But his wife, his wife said, no, he was home. Okay. They later divorced. Police went back to her thinking maybe, you know, they're not married anymore. It was a really nasty divorce. Right. And she was like, no, seriously, you guys, like he was, he was home. Uh, I, it wasn't I, him. I didn't, I don't get that vibe that it was, um, but you never know. I guess. They had let me see and I wrote it down because it just absolutely blow blew my mind by the end of it because like by the end of it it was her police report case the case file for her police report is 900 pages long oh my god think about that 908 by 10 pieces 8 by 11 you know standard sheet 
it, that's how long. There um, were more than 40, uh, 137 witnesses questions. They've got statements from over 137 witnesses. Okay, well, keep telling them. I want to know why the fuck this is unsolved. Right? right? Okay. <laughs> um, any suspect they've ever had, has they've never been able to actually link to the scene of well, the crime. Well, they don't have any DNA. They have nothing. They have, right? Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, so this is something, though. This is a case that investigators will not give up on. It's, I mean, they're like, nope. One officer firmly believes that it's one phone call away. Somebody's got to know some information, and the new updated DNA te- technology is going to help solve that. Because it was in 2015, the Utah Cold Case Coalition was formed, mm-hmm. and they decided Rosie's case was the first case they were going to take on. Dope. Um, they sent all of the evidence from her autopsy any evidence they collected, they reprocessed it and resent it to the Utah State Crime Lab, where they were able to extract some DNA from mm-hmm. underneath her fingernails. Oh, okay. And on, and it says and on other pieces of evidence, but I couldn't find anything that specified her what the evidence was. Still be evidence, and there could be. You could have fibers that stuck so into it, even though the water things. took it. You could still have fibers that there stick was, in there and stuff. There so. was one piece of evidence that they found um, shortly after she was buried. Somebody had left a Barbie doll on her headstone, and it was nobody in the family. And they just felt like that was like super odd. So they, so they took that. it into evidence and test. They have DNA evidence from that. But it's not a match to the other. So any of the DNA evidence they have, though, is not of the quality standard that it needs to be to be entered into CODIS. Even, mm. oh, at this so point, at 2015 or whatever. Well, even now, it's not enough quality. But huh. so what they're turning to is... Genealogically DNA? Genealogical. Or whatever. Genetical forensics or something. Mm-hmm. Gene- yeah. Genealogic. Genealogic. Yeah, so you put in the genealogy database. So they, um, I'm, but... Let's be real. That is that is a very expensive. So, like the funding for that mm-hmm. on cold cases like this, like the Utah Cold Case Coalition is raising the funds to have that done and work hard at that. But again, it's we're talking thousands. And it's like and thousands whoever's of in dollars. charge of testing needs to be like, oh, you know what? That actually should be a pro bono shit thing that we should do for people, right. and we should just allow that test to be done. Well, and so I'm sure they do stupid. it at like. A steep cost, like very steep. They shouldn't yeah. discount. I mean, maybe hopefully, they should do it but, for nothing. <laughs> but so, um, they did. But they've done everything. They looked at similar cases. There was okay, a so case was in West Jordan. Same exact thing. Six, six-year-old girl snatched from her bedroom in the middle of the night, sexually assaulted, and drowned in a canal. The guy for that was caught, arrest, arrested, and is spending time in the Utah State Prison. Was that after Rosie, though? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I know. That's the story. We have a pattern. He has been, he was investigated so extensively. Um, they determined that he lived in the state of Arizona in 1995. He did not move to the Salt Lake area until 1998. Mm. So um, he was eventually cleared. There, he was a neighbor, too. He was a neighbor of her. Like, he that lived one, some, so know how he somewhere got close by. So he did this to her. The next day, he went on a rampage, went and tried to rob a store, stole a car, went to go rob a bank, got busted for that. Cops got called. They had already found her body, like, that same morning, um, and were trying to do a search. He was wearing the same jeans he had had on when he 
and he was rolling around in soil. That was a black hole I fell on into her. Too. And the detective, the police officer, remembered in this little girl's case that there was this whole soil thing and dirt all over. Mm. And he thought it looked familiar because it was black. And they tested the soil on his pants. And, it was and that insane. was how they caught him. And that's how it, yeah. It was insane. But he was he, a neighbor he that stalked that he was a neighbor that stalked her and wanted so like that one I could see where they would try to see if it matched. Yeah, he, he was a neighbor that wanted that wanted her. Oh yeah, he and killed he just, the item of his obsession and then yeah, he it, opened he, like, a sliding snapped. glass door, walked her out back, sexually assaulted her, killed her right then and there and threw her in the canal. Wait so investigators Anyways, investigated yes. him, cleared him. Now there is a uh, private investigator, and I'm pretty sure he's out of Salt Lake because he helped co-found the Utah Cold Case Coalition, I think it was. Um, his name is Jason Jensen, and he's been investigating Rosie's case for years at no cost. I feel like this person's awesome. gone. I at feel no like cost. this person's gone. And he brought... in the state of Utah. He brought... Was after. He brought um, an, another similar case to the attention of the police. This guy resembled the guy in their set, uh, suspect their sketch so mm-hmm. they were like okay let's get look into this uh, guy um uh he did end up getting ruled out they were able to go not him but it's the investigators <laughs> in this case every every time they push it out they get more tips and they follow these these leads these tips they it is very evident and very clear that they've not given up on this case and they really, they really feel like by continuing to bring coverage to the ca- this case, something's going to come from well, it. If you get that right. genealogy, if you get that genealogy DNA test, that's it. That'll solve it. That'll that is their one phone call or their one thing. If they can get that test done, guaranteed, it's going to hit something. Well, it's going to be a that. Match. And again, every time they like, I mean, the, okay, so this last August was twenty five years since Rosie was kidnapped and killed. And they still to this day get new leads every time because they did a re, they found another neighbor who was able to describe somebody. So now there's two sketches. Damn. Very similar to each other. They never found another kid that saw the same guy and like was playing with Rosie that day at the park. And maybe not. Maybe this guy made it up. Maybe Rosie was playing by herself. And then something happened, and he took her. You know what I mean? It's just crazy well, though that, that nobody it, can find that person that brought her home. But if you think about it too, though, if it was somebody he in the neighborhood, it, right. that's see, that's what investigators believe. He had to live because as, and he had to be able to it's either friend a family member. No, everybody or, in the family was ruled I mean. out. They were or, able to say nope. It's in the same complex. He's been stalking her. And that was like kind of like I said, he was getting his last final steps in of what he needed to do. That's where investigators yeah. are going. That's but it's where it's crazy they could never find anything more on him besides the sisters and just giving the description. That is they crazy. they know, feel he like, has to be from the neighborhood, and he, he has ha- to be, and he has to be the one that did it. There's just no other. But to me, somebody else has to know something. There has to be something else out there, and I mean, investigators they like they said they they feel it had to be somebody in the neighborhood. Somebody who blended in, somebody who was able to mm-hmm. kind of maybe work himself into 
Rosie's everyday life. You like know, that guy themselves. who's I've seen and go check the have, mail or walking his dog. You right. know, somebody that's not going to leave such an impression that Rosie's going to, you know, mention, oh, did you see this? That's what or, I mean. He sees her playing at the park every day as he's walking by. I've, I've lived in plenty of places where people that I don't have any fucking clue who they are know who I am and my friends are and we're out playing just like you guys probably have too. Right. And you're all out playing all the time running around everywhere. We would make it to the another another apartment complex that would be behind us half the time when I was a kid. It wasn't even my own complex that I'd be winding up in. Yet, if I couldn't hear my mom call my name, I'd be in deep shit. So I always would be like, all right, there for 10 minutes and then I'd run back. You know? So anyways, yeah. just all kinds of situations. But that's what it sounds like. It sounds like a pedophile, like a, yeah, he's... She was kind of obsession. object of it's the obsession. obsession. So, but with those, you never know if you've got the ring of it. Because that's what I mean by Utah. We've got a lot of that fucking dirty shit here. A lot oh, of the yeah. pedophile ring shit. You don't know if it's a few of them. That we're all all together or, in those complexes, and so they do know more, but, but it's their dirty just, little secrets. Their way of locking it in, and not. and and maybe this person just snapped on this time, and this wasn't their norm, and they just couldn't handle it, and they had to have her. You know, they 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 went further with it, you know, and then her body it was and it happened so fast. They're I mean, not giving up though. They've yeah. sent they've sent all the DNA. They've Ugh, sent all the evidence. I hope, They're gonna they do. Can get that test done. They oh, have okay. a some lady who is doing genealogical testing and hopefully investigators now are at this point just give us a name that they could be related to that's that's something that's we what could I mean. work our way out well, from yeah. there you know God. and i mean so they have a 900 page police report yeah. 137 witnesses 45 different people that were considered to be suspects at one time or another uh, umpteen so many samples of DNA because like people they've looked into have given samples well, of DNA which I mean if and yet you they have nothing here's the thing nothing They're it's like nothing. they have so much but they have nothing but back then too the whole pedophile thing you there was no doubt you did not registered sex offenders that wasn't a fucking thing so there's another thing when it first happened you don't even I don't think they really even had those kind of resources either like immediately being no. able to look into all the sex offenders that lived around there who's been charged you know what I mean you, right. you don't have access and now 25 years later you might be able and I'm sure they've gone over that I'm sure they've gone over who moved out if they could get records on that like who moved out shortly after you know, what was their thing? You know, I'm sure they, See, looked, well, into that that. I'm sure the, they looked into who, who eventually was. shortly before. Yeah, or who was a pedophile mm -hmm. eventually or who has now become a sex offender. I'm sure they've gone into as many, but you don't, you didn't have even that much at the beginning. Well, and so to that me, I feel like this guy is probably the kind of predator who does slowly work his way into a, a, the child's life. So much so that they know who they are. They're okay with them. But not so much of an impression that, like, they point out, you know, my friend this or right. so-and-so that. You know, like, yeah. the guy I this, give dog treats to or whatever. Right I mean, all of we know everybody in here. But this guy neighbor over here, he's got a couple kids. But they don't, they're, no, they're never there. They never come out and play. But Atticus thinks he's the coolest person ever. And he builds a house. Like, he builds houses and stuff. So... But it's, it could be something like that. Like Atticus knows You see him every person, day, but you don't know absolutely. Who that person right. is, doesn't actually hang out with him or his family or his kids or anything. He is a neighbor. And if that guy was like, hey, Atticus, you want to get in my truck and go somewhere? No, wouldn't fucking hesitate. 
I mean, I would hope he would. I would hope he'd be like, I need to go ask my mom. Right. But it wouldn't click that, like, this is a random stranger. Like, yeah, no. To why him, would it's I? not a stranger. Not at it's all. his neighbor. Not at all. Not and at I all. And I feel like that's where the innocence of a child comes into so play. So she's seen him constantly. You know? Yeah, she's seen mm-hmm. him constantly. He's she around. She doesn't know any better. He, he maybe one day is like, hey, kids, because there's a whole bunch of them out there. And no parents. I well, mean, see, let's think about back then. No parents are outside with their kids at the playground. They're all inside their houses while the kids are out playing, generally. If it's at your own, like you didn't go to a park and yeah, drive like somewhere. Yeah, like do you go watch Lucas so, when he goes outside to play? No, check on him. He's everywhere. I make him yeah. come and check in. No, for sure. And he's a different he's age. Not and it's, anyone's and it's, house. Yeah, and it's yeah, exactly. And I taught him we about can't do pedophiles. Any, yeah, we can't do anybody's houses here either. And, well, he goes to the one kids. They go through the garage to play on the tramp right here. We'll see. But we don't go inside houses either. Anyways, but what then? None of this stuff. You know what I mean? The yeah. kids are playing all crazy. He gets to know people. He gets to know their names. Now all the kids know this person. It's not some weirdo. He probably does live. He probably had an animal. Well, that's where it's like, important to teach your kids the difference between, okay, so yes, this is Atticus's neighbor. That he, friendly. He knows he's who good, he is. He's, he's got nice kids, guy. what he does. Yes. But he's still a stranger. Mm-hmm. Just because you know their name and right. what they do does not mean that you know that person. They yep. are still a stranger. And it's important to teach the kids the awareness you're, of you're, like people who it's okay to do things with. Yes. And okay, Just because you know that person doesn't mean they can give you a ride you, home and from you school. Can go, and no. you, you need to go as far as when you're teaching your kids about, you know, not being touch, like improper touch, like things happening like that. You even talk about family. You even talk about there's nobody in this world, even your mom or dad, you know. Yeah, that like what's okay and what's not okay. Same thing with that. Yeah. Just because you have that stranger danger, you teach them all about it. And like you said, pedophilia, it can come from all oh, yeah. types and you definitely have to and you make know, sure that's known. What, something too is like a while back, um, Lucas was walking home. And decided to take a different route and didn't stick with the pack. Oh yeah, I require my kid. The kids oh, are yeah. supposed you know, to walk home a certain, certain way. Yeah. Um, and I, me and Amanda both lost our shit on him, and he mm-hmm. thought that we were just coming down on him to be mean and to just, you well, know, yeah, pick on understand. him. And we're like, no, dude. Like there is There's a, a reason, reason why you are supposed to do this. If you didn't come home and you were supposed to be walking, you went through a neighborhood where there's so many fucking houses and the way that you're supposed to go, there is only a certain few houses. Yeah. Yeah. There's Period. like eight houses on one street yeah. and then the street that I and live on. Nobody that knows walk anybody. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yep. So, and he, he just didn't understand. And I mean, it's my kid, but. No, yeah, no, sure. it's, it's still the age. They, oh, I've explained to my kids. I'm like, because if anything happens to you, there's less people to question well, on this. Right. And we were and so innocent. Yeah. yeah, there's no scared. They're not scared of anything. Nothing. We were really so ha- upset. Right. Because we know what can happen. Mm-hmm. That's well, why and that's we where, were so upset. And that's where it gets hard, too, because you don't want to be like, well, because we don't want someone to kidnap you and torture you and do unspeakable I mean, things you know what? to you. I started telling Well, my kids I was going to say you don't want to say that. I have girls. That is exact. No. Oh, that is exactly what I've told my six-year-old. Mm-hmm. I have let it said, do you, you, I'm like, do you want people to lock you in a room with no clothes on? I just, and I do like, you, you have to take be in there you never see and, mom they, and, dad and they again. beat you up and they do really bad things to you and your body. I feel like, I've yeah. literally said that to him and I said, and they don't give you any food and no water and you have nobody that you know. 
I've I've flat out went into detail. I with feel Atticus like you almost have to be like that though, because I don't trust. I don't trust. I, the same I do time, it. You kind of do have it to. to a point, and like the they'll take you away from them. mommy and daddy. You'll never get to see mm-hmm. any of your siblings again. Yeah. You might, you know, like I bad mean, I things started, can happen. I started oh, yeah. that way, but I have now gotten to the point where I've had to reiterate, like, listen. What I mean by this is just because they'll take you away from your family. Because then it, that that kind of became a little joke after a while, like. Oh, oh, even though it kind of gets to him when I'm like, well, maybe I'll just see if somebody else wants to take you. But then I realize that's not a good thing to say either. Right. Anyways, I, I, I also just, I, it's, yeah, you, everybody just parents it's a differently scary world and you have in. girls and you do need to take it a little bit more, right. but they do need to understand that like any, t- yeah. you know, any of the things, but I felt like that was something where I had to, even like getting hit by cars. Like I flat out went straight to kind of descriptive. Like, do you want to get hit, ran over? Your head smashed and you die. <laughs> like, oh like, yeah, no, like, I get put it super morbid head. with my kid. Yeah, I, do I get too. super morbid. Like one time, he took the screen <laughs> off of his window, and we live on the second floor. It's like, bro, if you open your fucking window and you accidentally trip or fall or something, you're gonna fall to your death. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm not kidding. He was yeah. like, what? I was like, yeah. Yeah. I was like, it happens all the time. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. You guys are terrible. We it's are different no, when you have I girls. have to be that way with my It's son. different I when you have, have girls. Well, it's probably different with every kid. It's it depends on what gets mm-hmm. through their head because as soon as my child answers me, why? That's fine. That's not a big de- you know, when I can see that it's not getting Clicking, through uh-huh. when I'm like, "Hey, you'll never see your family again." He get he got a little older where he's just like, "Fine." Or it's just it's whatever right now. He doesn't <laughs> it doesn't hit. But right. I've gotten to the point now where yes, he knows pretty much everything into detail about like well, what doesn't happen. But anyways, that is crazy shit. And and hopefully genealogical testing will help solve this. Probably the only thing Parents, can. be aware. Teach your children be the difference. Vigilant. You know, be a vigilant. Be, keep, do other things too. Like we were talking about this yesterday. Um, Tessa was saying something about she was driving with her grandma in the neighborhood and they saw some car like following two children and they were like, fuck that. We're following this car. And and then the car was like, why are you following us? And they're like, we're making sure you're not following these kids. And and, like, turns out it was like the parents or something. Anyways, but it's like, or it's like the time I seen the neighborhood girl who likes to walk around with no shoes and puppies in a basket on a skateboard. And there was a guy in a suburban following her. And I called the school and was like, hey, yeah, I'm following so and so who's got this super suburban following her because she's got a pup basket full of puppies on a skateboard and no shoes. Can we call her mom, please? <laughs> like, and the secretary is like, "Oh my god, yes!" Like, thank you. I'm like, I'm gonna make sure she gets right. home, but like, they're clearly also gonna know where home is. Like, yeah. be aware, you- keep an eye on those other kids. Like, I Dylan's little friend came over yesterday. I'm like, let's call your mom. Yeah. Let me oh, yeah. know that she knows you're know here. That you're here? Yeah. Right, right. And you, don't be weird to parents when they call you and they're like, hey, I've got your kid here. I just, you know, like want to make sure they've got no food allergies and that you know they're here and that it's okay that they're here. And they're all like, yeah. And I'm like, mm-hmm. first of all, <laughs> first of all, I vet where my kids are at. If you don't, why? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You can also get your kids into self-defense shit. That's why I love how we took out a kiss out of karate. If you could afford it. I'm like, he knows how to do some crazy shit now, if anything were to happen. And he also knows how to scream. And he also also knows the different scenarios. If you're at the grocery store with mom and somebody's in the parking lot and they do this, what do you do? You know, if you're here and I mean, the kids generally all have to do the same thing. They're taught to do the same thing in every situation. But 
we give them all these different scenarios and if they had a knife or a gun. Right. Like it goes way into depth and then they actually teach him. Like they teach him like if somebody comes up and chokes them, like literally physically chokes them, like what they do if they choke them up against a wall. What they're supposed to do. How to get out of it. It's fucking insane. And these kids are fucking eight years old and throwing me around on this fucking mat. Like we go to the, I go to their classes and the uh, parents will help in the class and they will grab me to like knee me and just chuck me. And I'm like, holy shit. It's (laughs) crazy. Taken down by a six year old. Or just, you know, a little bit, little, even at home, like have at home plans. doesn't mean you have to go get your kid in self-defense, but you have plans. YouTube is a great thing. If somebody breaks into the house and something happens, if something's happening to mommy, you know, whatever the cases the big thing is kids are supposed to always know that you instantly run away and find help you scream 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 run away you don't help mommy and daddy you don't stay you don't like even Atticus we've had to teach him like just because you're learning this doesn't mean that now you're gonna stay and fight somebody (laughs) you know what I mean but just (laughs) you have you have fire exact evacuation plans you should have it Somebody breaks into our house. If somebody broke into your room, just all the, all the scenarios. Right. So I, it's I just really wanted good. to add to that because I, I feel like your daughters would be totally fine though, Amanda, because no, I specifically remember you asking me to just pick them up at pickup and drop off. And I'm Aunt Lindsay. They know who the fuck I am. They do. They, they do. You know what I like, mean? I bet you But Dylan. I roll up and I was like, hey, your mom asked me to, you know, swoop you guys up and then just drop you off at the house. And Dylan looks at me and she goes... Are you sure? See, I knew it would be her. Dylan is <laughs> Dylan's always. Ruthless. Rylan always. then asks her teacher, Will yeah. you text my mom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then Rylan says, like, like, then, te- <laughs> then I get a text from the teacher. Is Are the girls supposed to go with Lindsay? And I'm like, yes, she's in the red Impala, if that yeah. makes you feel better. Yeah. Like, I just now, For, like, when I, somebody I else picks up my kids, I text to them. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, yeah. it's That's Amanda. Awesome. The girls are going to be picked up by my mom. They're, she's in a silver this, or Lindsay's grabbing them. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, because sometimes it's, it's somebody, you're there. Why don't you just grab them? Why I got to yeah. follow you right. over there? Oh, yeah. No, it's, yeah. There's there's all kinds, of, which I just barely learned all this kind of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I, we never talked about anything or ever had any plans or like even plans as a family. If shit's going down, what the yeah. fuck we do and where we go and, you know, daddy's got a burglar on him like what we you know whatever scenario you is have to, though. you have to you really do to. you really do you have to be very prepared very very prepared and it sucks it sucks that we've i mean we've always been there though we're humans we're like mean and evil even back in the day back in the times like i think about medieval you know it's just been mm-hmm. it's kind of been that we're we have an evil nature in us and you never ever ever know whatever whatever's right. gonna happen you, what's you, happening you don't know tomorrow if you're gonna wake up sick you don't know tomorrow if you're gonna get car you know what i mean it's every little thing so you just you have no fucking clue and you don't know in 10 years from now 20 years from now if your kids will need these things in their lives oh yeah um just because it happens later on in life or something like that i don't know mm-hmm. we just got to be very prepared and very prepared as families for the world to fall apart because right let's be honest and even though you guys right. even though we love true crime like we're, we do we're mothers first Oh yeah, for sure. Anything else. And I think that you gotta protect the children. You have to. And I think us not you don't you don't need to like go watch all these crime if you don't really like this kind of stuff, but you can watch lighter crime documentaries. You can Mm -hmm. watch other things that just uh, open your eyes to what really fucking happens. You don't have to get into the nitty-gritty and the dirty and all the stuff that we love. But But how to be aware. But you can still be aware of it. Um 
any, yeah, just even hearing these little stories, I mean, it might've got a little bit graphic into it, but it's like, just, yeah, know these little things are very, very, very fucking real. Just as much as somebody could go blow up a bill, you know, whatever. I, that went kind of extreme, but <laughs> just crazy things can happen from crazy people right. and it can directly go right to you. You know, you hear it all the time, you know, their, their sister was murdered or something or somebody, something really mm-hmm. bad happened and they go, you never think it would happen to my family. It's right. literally a thing. Who'd have thought? So. so. All right. All right, beautiful people. Okay. We'll see well, you next thank time. You. We'll yes. Uh, oh, yeah. And by the way, Mother's Day is next week happy when you Mother's guys. Day. So happy Mother's Day. But yes. we will probably still be mamas. talking to you again. Yes. We just want to, in case. Um, in case we decide to say and Yeah. We're going to try to get another episode out for you guys for next week's. But um, we got to get that figured out since we are definitely not recording on actual Mother's Day because we're going to enjoy it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're going to do what we want. Um, you might possibly Although, still hear from what us. if we did a session where we recorded and drank? Although we did just Day. talk about that before we started this. So like we Saturday. day drink. Like, like that we, if whenever we start and recording. Record. We might have a few beverages. I mean, I don't if know. there's any excuse to daydream, you are, you had me at hello. <laughs> or we'll wait till night and we'll just have a Saturday night party podcast. Oh my God, we could totally play cards and just talk. And yeah. We'll make it fun and like, we'll figure something out. Let's crime stories with cards against humanity. Cards. Oh God, that'd be amazing. Okay, we'll figure something out. Oh my God, out, it'd be great. Just in case. Class-filled trip, Jeffrey Dahmer. Let's do Mad Libs. <laughs> Mad- Let's yes. do Mad Libs. Mad Libs. And say Mad your Libs. favorite... You know, okay. insert serial killer name. Right. <laughs> Cause of death. Yeah. Oh It'll my God, dope. that would be great. We'll figure I'm it out. I'm totally sure. going to go home and Google that. That, that would, would be, be fun. awesome. Okay. All right. Bye, guys. Lots of love. Later.